Hey, what's up, you guys? It's your boy, DC, Sweet Dreams MMA, coming to you live from the best day of the week. You know what it is, people. Motivation Monday. Now, if this is your first time tuning in, I'm getting you hyped, pumped, and ready for the rest of the week, the rest of the month, and the rest of the year. So we're going to jump straight into UFC 237 with my girl, Thug Rose, in the main event. Now, people, I haven't seen Thug Rose fight in a while, and she beat one of my favorite female fighters in Yo J Chick. And I'm not gonna lie to you, to me, she the truth. But she has to face Jessica Andrade, a very dangerous woman, at 115 pounds. So this is gonna be for the strawweight championship, and. I personally think it's going to be a bar burner because we haven't had a female main event in a while. And also, in the next couple of UFCs, they have women fights, mainly title fights. So, what I've been told y'all about the UFC is I feel like they're going to get uh, you know that resurgence and that surge of energy back to them from their female fighters. I'm telling you right now, it's a smart move by Dana had making sure that the next three pay-per-views have in the main event of the co-main event females fighting I'm telling y'all right now I love this I love uh, Thug Rose versus Jessica Andrade amazing you'll see the co-main event uh, Anderson Silver is also fighting so that should be good I mean like that's a good backup like that's that's what I say is like if you're gonna have a good female main event you know what I'm saying have a nice little you know Nice little male co-main event. It's uh, Jared Canier uh, or Conier. Or sorry if I'm I pronounced that wrong. Versus Anderson Silva. So that should be nice. And also Jose Aldo is fighting Anders Alexander Volnovsky. So that should be good as well. I think this might be the uh, Jose Aldo comeback. I mean, Jose had that little small stint of a couple losses. But he lost to youngest who are, like, are champions. Like, you know, great fighters like Max Holloway. And, um... You know, it's like Conor McGregor. So, I'm not putting nothing against Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo is an older fighter now. And the fact that, like, he had that long run and that much dominance can never be forgotten. So, people, you'll see 237 is looking wonderful. Because, you know, like I said, it'll be an actual championship fight. You know what I'm saying? Because I tell people, as much as I liked 236... As far as the actual competition, I'm still mad at the limbo that these champions are now in. Because they still have to wait to unify those belts. And speaking of uh, unified belts, uh, Henry Cejudo is fighting in 238 for that bantamweight title. And he deserves it. I tell people right now, you know, if you don't know, let me inform you that the former bantamweight champion, TJ Dillashaw, has got that big suspension. I think he might have got that four-year suspension or maybe the two-year. I got to check again, but it doesn't matter because I look at it as he might be done. Watch, people. This is crazy. The TJ, I'm clean Dillashaw, is going to come out there. And now I feel sorry for Cody Gambrin. Like, the man probably was juicing fighting him and sit there and beat that man twice and stifled his career. And I definitely feel bad for Henry Cejudo because Cejudo 
you know what I'm saying, had to sit there and fight a man who was juicing, <laughs> I mean, Pizzuto's good, you know, my bad, I don't feel bad for Pizzuto, Pizzuto, everything's good, he beat the man, even when he was juicing, and now gets this title fight because of it, so to be for real, I guess everything worked out for Henry Pizzuto super duper well, and TJ Dillashaw just now looks like a douche, I mean, I'm so disappointed in that man, because I really thought he was the truth, I mean, you guys know how I felt about TJ, I was saying TJ had to be the truth, be gad mad twice, be Burrell twice? I mean, come on, man. And then I had that really close fight with Dominic. But now I'm just trying to think that all, all that's trash. I'm throwing all that away. TJ Dillashaw, you're trash. Okay? You're trash for letting all your fans down and doing that. Like, doing something that, I mean, man, I am super disappointed. Because I was sold. I was completely sold with the TJ Dillashaw show. I thought it was going to go on forever. I even thought the Henry Cejudo drug. I was like, ah, man, he made up at 125. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? At 135, we're going to see what's going to happen. But all that is done now. And, you know, hopefully for me, you know what I'm saying, Henry goes in and wins that light title. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he has a very, very tough competition within that jump against uh, Marlon Morris. So, I mean, we're going to see what he's going to do. But I got some faith in him. I never got some faith in seeing, seeing him just totally destroy TJ like that last time and beat DJ. So, you know, I got to give Henry Cejudo some type of clout. But let's not jump too far forward because, man, 238, you know what I'm saying, it's definitely looking good. Um, like I said, yeah, they got uh, Henry Cejudo. And in the co-made event, they got Valentina Shevchenko versus Jessica Abbott. We'll talk more about that next Monday. Right now, we are going to stay focused on UC 2 at 37. Now, people, that is going down May 11th. So uh, be ready. We only got uh, look like a couple of weeks until that's going to be upon us. And then you know, man, I feel like it's going to go up from here. UFC 237, 238, and 239. Now let me tell you guys. Like I said, I don't, don't want to get too far ahead. But Jesus Christ, people, 239 is John Jones and Tiago Santos versus the man, and then the man Nunes versus Holly Holmes, and Luke Rocco is fighting in that job. So it's the return of Luke. We seeing Amanda again. Versus Holly of all people. And John's fighting again. I mean like 239 is stacked. And they definitely stacked John Jones with a hell of a co-main event. So 237, 238, 239 people. Looking good. I mean the height training for me is definitely going to be 239. Because watching John and Amanda fight in the same night to me is the best thing I can think of for the UFC right now. So going forward, the UFC might have really good recovery during the summertime, most definitely. And we're going to see what they're going to do in the fall. Like the fall might be a little bit, you know, wishy-washy because of the divisions. But, you know, at least you will have a solidified uh, bantamweight champion within the next, like, month or so. And, you know, we can start the talks about the lightweight and the middleweight. And plus John, you know, with another title contention. But my whole biggest thing is heavyweight is in limbo, people. Heavyweight is in limbo. Heavyweight's in limbo. Walterweight's in limbo. You know, lightweight's in limbo. Uh, I don't, you know, featherweight's not really in limbo, but who knows the next time Max is really going to fight. So like I said, I even talked about that. It kind of puts, you know, the featherweight division on the back burner as well. Um, so... You know, we just got to see, like, you know, the UFC 
needs this, this like surge, and they're definitely going to get it from the female fighters. That is one thing I can definitely say. These female fighters are going to save the UFC to me these next couple of months and maybe into the rest of the year, putting really good cards together. The you know saying back some of this man, but the problem is I even got what that is. By two thirty nine, you kind of have lost me. You have every female champion fighting this year in back-to-back main events it's like ugh after 239 you kinda don't have anything with 240 on forward but I guess we gotta get there when we get there but I I, I like the strategy like I said I like the strategy of Dana putting these uh, females into these high level fights and making sure like they keep it interesting cause personally you know me most of the time I do like the females fights more than I like the men's I really do. I love to see them scrap. Them dogs be amazing. And they be gritty. And they, they be at each other's throats. You know what I'm saying? So, to me, that's like the best type of fighting. But, mm, I want to say like after the summertime, though, I don't know really what the UFC is going to be doing. More so in the fall. But, I definitely feel like, you know what I'm saying, the craziness of the lightweight, you know what I'm saying, the middleweight division and the welterweight division being a little bit like, you know, sketchy. It's kind of slowed them down from the momentum they were going into when they started with, you know, Cejudo and TJ. That started a really good surge. And then you 236 was successful. You know what I'm saying? And, and 235 was a little bit draggy. But, you know, you, I still got to see my man John fight. So that, 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 that really was important to me. So, hey, people, we're going to see, man. Oh, yeah, not to mention that USC fighting, my man... Overeem just got that amazing knockout, but that's what I mean is, you got Overeem, like, rising in the ranks of heavyweight again, but top five looking kind of sketchy. When's Daniel gonna fight? When's Stipe gonna get his rematch? It's so many questions about the heavyweight division. So many questions about the weightweight division. So many questions about the middleweight division. So many questions about the lightweight division. Super questions about the lightweight division. Lightweight division has been iffy for the last, like, three years. So, I'm just literally sitting there. I mean, you had Khabib, but then who's going to face Khabib? And then you got, um, and then you got people who are literally having contention fights. And LaQuinta and Kevin Lee just had that fight, I guess, for nothing. Pointless now. T. Ferg is sitting in limbo. And then, you know what I'm saying, Dustin Poirier just jumped straight into the limelight. But he's interim champion. So it's just like, it's crazy. Like, the lightweight division needs some damn help. They need to get that together. But like I said, people, amazing things happening. You'll see 237 and 238 and 239 are looking like some hype trains. Now, people, we're going to go into this week with that what? That hustle motivation. And we're going to go into that with that marathon motivation because we all know the marathon does not stop it continues people i want y'all to have that nipsey mindset i want y'all to go out there you know saying get some more economic education you know some financial literacy i want you guys to go out there and definitely show them blessings man show that love you know saying to your community to your friends people at your job and others man let them know that you know saying you have that happy spirit that you have that positive spirit that could probably change their lives as well i promise you i probably definitely change somebody's life with this motivation that i give out and also you know people don't get discouraged man don't get discouraged don't quit 
Like it's, it's a couple times this week. I've had that feeling. And I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up. Like, you know what I'm saying? I even looked at my podcast last week. Didn't have a lot of play. Didn't have any plays, I think. But it doesn't matter. I want to go out here and still make these podcasts because I'm telling you right now, if I could just reach one person, just one person, and, you know, let them hear that, yo, they can go out here and do it. They can they can make something themselves, whatever they want to do. They can make their dreams come true. And I know I've done my job. So once again, people love in abundance, show those blessings in abundance, and as always, have sweet dreams.